What is the word, y'all? This is Devontae's Reaper Training, and y'all are now tuned in to the Reaper Motivation Podcast. I appreciate y'all for joining me today, man. It has been a very, very productive week, to say the least, so far. And as y'all can tell, I'm definitely trying to stay true and, you know, keep the content coming as much as possible. That was my new, one of my New Year's resolutions or one of my New Year's goal paths or whatever you would call it. Um... Today, I wanted to talk about something. <laughs> I honestly don't know how I came up with this to- topic from this video, but I thought it was something interesting to uh, speak about. So, Drewski, who is a uh, comedian online, um, he put up a video recently about uh, he was making fun of like older um, Q Dogs, which is uh, like a um, a Divine Nine fraternity in America. Um, and you know, he was doing their signs and you know, their dances and the sounds they make. They, they're very, you know, they're very, um, they're cultured. They, they're very cultured. They, they have their own lingo and everything like that. Uh, just like any other group in America. Um, and a lot of people were pissed about it, bro. I'm talking about like for these to be all college men and kids, like you would think these motherfuckers was in the game, but it was hot that he was. Like, I don't even think he was really making fun of him. I think he was, I mean, I guess you could say he was, but it wasn't really, it didn't seem disrespectful in any type of way, at least not to my eyes when I was watching it. But, you know, I was kind of looking at it and, uh, you know, you kind of, it, it, you know, a lot of people was making fun of them, saying like how, like, they take it too seriously, and y'all college kids, are not a gang, cut it out, yada, yada, yada. And, um... I understood that. I understood where they were coming from too. You know, you you put a lot of work and effort into something. You know, you don't want to. Uh, you feel a way about people claiming something that they didn't earn, if that makes sense. Um, I kind of likened it to when uh, you know being a reservist. You know, people uh, not often, but every now and again, a motherfucker come out they face and, and try to make it seem like I'm not actually a marine, and it's like for someone who didn't go through boot camp. Like, did you see niggas get slammed in the concrete? Did, was you was you fighting in the bathroom? Was you like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Like, like you 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 couldn't look and it be and it's always people that say shit like that that you look at them and be like, bro, you wouldn't have made it through through fucking the pulley program. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have made it to boot camp, bro. You fat, you overweight, undisciplined, no respect, you ain't even got like you. You you wouldn't have made not a splash in this motherfucker. So that that's only you know what I mean. So I that's why in a way I can relate to what the Q dogs was feeling because it's like nigga you 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 couldn't last with us. You over here claiming shit or or making assumptions or accusations about shit that you was never a part of and you could never be a part of because you a bitch. Oh, I'm getting my <laughs> I'm getting my own like little thing into this, but that's that's probably how they felt. But um. You know, it's it, it it brought up something to me though that is um is not spoken about enough. Um, you see, today in America, based on the fact on like how you know social media. Well, I said America, but just in the world, just how social media is taking things over, and how um, you know people aren't having as many kids if they're having kids at all. You know, people aren't getting, you know, in these long-term committed relationships as often. 
And um, a lot of us as individuals are disenfranchised. Like where a lot of like, we, we, how many people do you know if you have one yourself? But if, if you, so how many people do you know that have a, a friend group? Like a group of friends that everyone's together and they know each other and they all friends and they know each other's family. You know, do you have one? Do you know anyone that has one? It's not many. Now, I have one, but a lot of that is due to the fact of uh, organization of, of the Marine Corps. Like my best friends were are, are Marines, and like you know, the Marines they met through. Their time and the Marines I meet through my time, we all kind of meet together and we're all close together. And that that came from the military. Um, but even in the military, like it's it's rare now. You don't see too many people who have a strong friend group. You know, I, I know active duty Marines that go a whole a whole four years in active duty and never really make any friends, which is amazing to me. Cause like as a reservist. You know, drill weekend, you know, I would tell you and most of the Marines at my section would tell you, bro, that's like the highlight of our month. Like we all get to see each other. Most of us all hang after work and we go eat. And You know what I mean? It's it's like a, a reunion of friends. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I'm still in, in uh, group chats with old Marines that I served with and I'll see them from time to time. And, you know, come, you know, the Marine Corps birthday ball, we all get together and drink and share memories. And it's just a... Uh, uh, a camaraderie and a friendship and a, and a, and a bond that is, is hard to speak about. Like it's hard to explain, I guess, if you've never experienced it. And, um, you know, we have that in large part because, you know, myself and other Marines that's in a leadership position, we kind of push the Marines to be close together. Um, and how this relates to this whole thing with Drewski and all that is I think the reason why, there was one so much backlash on Drewski, and two why there was so much, I guess, counter backlash towards the Q Dogs. I don't know if that's the way right way to say it. It's probably not the right way to say it. But the reason why, like, like you saw that, was because I think a lot of now, especially with how disenfranchised we are, if you're if you're a Q Dog or something like that, you you take. That bond and that and that um and that uh organization a lot more seriously because outside of them you don't really have a group anymore. You know, I'll see people that I went to high school with that I played sports with, and um I'm 26. Most of the people I went and played sports with were all in our uh late to mid twenties now. You know what I'm saying? Um, I guess I'm technically still in my mid twenties, um, but they still have high school accolades. I can never pronounce this word right. They still got high school accolades in their fucking bio, like all state running back, all this, all you know. What I mean, uh, first team, such and such. Like, bro, that was almost ten years ago. Graduated in 2016. Like that was years ago, bro. Like you, you still got. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of people call say they're holding on to high school, you know, fame and stuff like that. But it's not that. It's just that when you see the stuff they share, it's, it's group and team pictures where we had camaraderie and friendships. You know, I always feel so bad uh, for people 
who really didn't get a chance to experience sports. Like, I, I can say this, and, you know, I've always been a person who I make friends very easily. Um, pretty much wherever I go, I end up getting a very close friend or a couple of close friends. And I... I it, I've always it's always baffled me kind of because I'm not <laughs> I don't see myself as much of a people person but I you know I I get along very well with people, um, but that being said, um, I played sports all my life, and I've always experienced some form of camaraderie and it is crazy, you know now as an adult to meet people who haven't experienced that and just how. I don't want to say how they act because it's going to sound negative, but just how um, they live, I'd say. I don't know if that sounds any better than what it was. But the way I, what I mean is this. like, So I'm going to give you an example. I, ha- I have a, f- a friend who, you know, it was, I say he's a friend. He, he was a coworker, and he doesn't leave the house. Doesn't leave the crib. He just stays in the crib with his uh, girl all the time. And that's fine. But, you know, you notice, and I, I think I spoke on this before. When you don't have any friends outside your significant other, when y'all get the beefing, it hits that much worse. And, you know, I, a lot of times I think, you know, when I'm speaking on here, it may come across like I'm talking down or I'm just making assumptions. Now, I've experienced it. Like, when I moved down to Virginia, I didn't go to school out here. I really didn't spend much time down here. So when I got the girlfriend I did when I moved down here, for those two years, she was really my only friend until I started making friends more in the Marine Corps. But she was really my only friend. And, you know, when we would beef, it seemed like I was so much more suffocated with the bullshit because I was like, God damn, like I don't have no one to even talk to about this. Now, that wasn't so much the case towards the end of the relationship because I started making my friend groups that I'm still friends with now. But that was a big thing. So I know, especially for someone who lives there, like me, like it's one thing when you're beefing and like you're, you go your separate ways or you could just not talk for a day or so or a couple of days. Which would make it worse, but at least you get you get some time and peace. Like, leave me the fuck alone. But y'all live together. You kind of gotta see him. You know what I mean? And um, I you could just kind of see how taxing and how frustrating it is for them. Um, and it's 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 crazy. And and so now, if you had a friend group, I feel like a lot of the issues that people go like I. I, I got coworkers who they, their wife has to call them all fucking day. I was like, you don't got no other friends to talk to. And, you know, I think when you don't, when you're disenfranchised, you don't have friends, and you don't have a strong social group, you end up putting just way too much on your partner because you have no one else to share it with. Who the fuck else you going to talk to? And here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not saying this as a, as you know, you should, you know, not spend time with your significant other. I, not getting at that but like they you can't suffocate them you can't smother them with everything you have to give people space you know just regardless of of what what the situation is you can't suffocate people and um i think that's a big part you know everybody can point out all types of reasons of why relationships don't work i was talking about the complacency and stuff like that but that's a a, you know a, a big part of just you know I'm not even gonna talk about relationships. Just people not being happy is that they're they're being they're suffering they're suffocating people 
or people not having good relationships. And, you know, going back to what I was talking about the sports thing, you kind of learn how to interact and how to how to move in a, in a group of, of friends that a lot of people don't get a chance to learn. Like I said, I, I've been single now for uh, like almost five years. And I've dated a lot of women and I've, and I've interacted with women of all ages, ones older than me, ones younger than me, in between, all that. And um, for the women that I dealt with that don't have any friends... For one, that used to be kind of foreign to me because, you know, women always move in packs. Like, I don't know, like, now that I'm an adult, but, like, uh, you see it a lot more often. But, like, when I was in high school, bro, women moved in packs. Like, you, like it, it was very rare unless you had a girl that was – I'm trying to think of one. I really don't know any – I mean, even even, like, the super weird ones that you would think of. They maybe didn't have a pack of girls they would move with, but they'd be like they'd have like three or four fat white dudes that they friend zone and they all move together like a pack too. So it's the same shit. I just I'm I'm not used to seeing women who don't have any friends. But I, I meet women all the time who gotta get on social media apps to make friends. And even then it still doesn't work. And it's like I it's so interesting to me. And then when you talk to them, the things they do and the things they say is like, I don't wonder why you ain't got no fucking friends. But then a lot of these girls didn't play sports. Now, it's I feel like it, it's probably doubled with men because as men, we like I said, women at least a lot of times in high school and middle school and shit moving packs. Man, if you didn't play sports as a man and you grew up in a in a technical in a, in a techno, technological era. There's a good chance you probably never had friends or never had any good friends. You know, I, I know a lot of men who don't have any friends at all. Never have. Because they didn't play sports. And even if you did play sports, like we had dudes that were on a sports team that we just didn't like. So they didn't we shit, we wasn't friends with them either. So, you know, it's 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 unfortunate. And the reason why, you know, bringing back this whole thing with Drewski and all that, is I believe a lot of this like so the so the Q dolls that are Lashing out. This is just me looking from the outside looking at I don't know these dudes, but I've I watched a couple of the videos. I can tell that being a Q dog to them, they hold the same amount of pride in it that like a, a service member would or something like that. And I think a lot of that attachment and kind of guardedness of it and, and you know kind of looking at it as more of a coveted um sense of 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 uh of uh, i guess social status um a lot of that derives from now that you're an adult and you're out of college you probably don't the probably the only time you have a group of friends is when you go to you know college reunions or i don't know if they got college reunions or homecomings and even homecomings and shit i mean if you were a a a a 35 year old man going to a fucking college homecoming you're gonna be looked at kind of funny you know what i'm saying if you were a a 45 50 year old fucking man going to a college homecoming now i know it happens but i was watching the shit with fucking uh Shannon Sharp when he was talking about Savannah State <laughs> and he said he was like yeah keep your old rusty ass away from homecoming like like they like it's just viewed a certain way like I've seen 
uh, like going to like this, they, like I'm next to a bunch of colleges out here, and going to some of these college bars and stuff like that. When I first moved out here, I remember being like 22, 23, and seeing motherfuckers that I'm like, bro, you well into your 40s. What the fuck are you, you here? What the fuck? Now, I'm talking about he there and he trying to holler at hoes. I'm like, bro, you just it look bad. It just looks bad. And, um, you know, it's just, I, I believe that, you know, a lot of that, you know, and there's always been losers or people who are perceived as social losers. Um, I'm going to make a whole podcast about that because I believe loser is a, is more of a mentality than a, um, a state of being. But, um, you know, there's always been people like that, but I think now it's, it's been shifted to where we're just... We're we're so disenfranchised, and we just you know we're we're lacking structure and friendship, and um, you see it when things like this come out, just how guarded people are about things that I'm not saying you shouldn't take it seriously. I'm not also not saying that like it shouldn't be um a sense of pride for you. You earned that title. You know what I'm saying? Like wherever you know, I don't know. I, obviously, I'm not in a fraternity. I, I you know I only went to college. Uh, for about a well, I went to a four year school for a semester, and then I was in school for like a year and a half after that. It was a, a community college, but um, it's uh, what was I going to really say? Uh, but but me not being a part of it, I still understand. You know, you earned your place there, and I don't know what they go through to get into those fraternities. You know, I've heard small little stories but it doesn't sound like it's kind of too crazy anymore i don't really know i couldn't tell you but i do know that that you have to earn that spot so it means something to you but when i see like the kind of over the topness i i kind of get an idea where it comes from um now y'all know me I, i like to give a call to action with these things um and talk about like how to combat this what i say to everybody bro and when i say to whoever's listening to this bro Bro, listen, like, keep in touch with the people you went to school with as best you can. Also, put yourself out there. I think a lot of people kind of allow, like, like I always say, I, I wish everyone, I wish everyone was able to do two things in life. I wish everyone was able to do sales for a period of time, actually three things. I wish everybody was able to do sales for a period of time. I wish everybody could work in a restaurant for a period of time. And I wish everybody can go to the military for at least a year. I feel like if, if everybody could do those three things, if that was like a requirement to fucking vote or something, or like, I I wish because it'll grow people so much socially because the things you learn like I, I can honestly tell you a hundred percent those three things that I just listed, me doing those have made me the man I am today. Me doing sales made me the man I am today. Me doing sales saved my social life, my sex life by a mile. Like just it, it helped me exponentially with just speaking to people. Me working in a restaurant, um, you know, I wasn't a waiter or a waitress, but it it, it taught me a lot about um about just emotions and it it just I, I wish you have to experience it and the military is a, a whole other podcast in and of itself I can go hours and hours and hours and days about the lessons and, and, and things I've learned from the military which I think that'll be a really good podcast so I might end up doing that this year don't know when but that that I think that'll be really good but um 
yeah, man, I just say put yourself out there, speak to people, keep in touch with your friends, and try to make friends. And a lot of times, it really just starts with just a conversation. You know, put yourself out there. Now, I'm not telling you to go and start hanging with motherfuckers who are not good to be around just for the sake of having a group of friends. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that you never know until you try. I think a lot of people kind of hold themselves back from from even giving it a shot. You know, even attempting to try to make a, a friendship or a bond with people. You know, just not even just from a social aspect, bro. If you're trying to be successful in life, this it's, it's important. There's no other way to put it, bro. It, the age-old saying, bro, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I tell you right now, a lot of the success I've had, I've experienced in life, and a lot of the 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 um, blessings I've gotten is because people take a liking to me. I've gotten out of a lot of shit. <laughs> I've gotten in. I've gotten into a lot of shit. I gotten out of a lot of shit. Just because there's somebody out there who fucks with me. who's like, military, regular world. Man, I'm telling you right now, no lie. I've, I've straight up have been minding my own business at my unit during drill or something. And somebody come up and was like, yeah, you know, such and such. They said, Jeff is this. I was like, what? I mean, I fixed that for you, man. Don't don't worry about that bullshit. You know, I, I thought that was nonsense. Like, somebody getting me in trouble and someone tell me, coming to tell me that they fixed it already just because they heard it was me. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, well, thank you, bro. You know what I mean? That that's that's the power of having friendship. That's the power of people just enjoying your presence. Now, these people that said things that those things to me, they're not necessarily, you know, uh my best of friends. I don't see them every day. We don't drink and eat together and shit like that. Shit, I've gotten out of trouble at work, you know, just because people fuck with me. Like I'm I've seen people get written, written up for shit that's like, "Damn, they wrote you up for that." And I've done shit that was like yeah, fuck a write up. I hope I don't get fired. <laughs> and nothing comes from it. And that comes from people enjoying my company. So, you know, I I, I really, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Soft skills in life will take you further than a lot of a lot of hard, uh, tangible assets. It they 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 just will. You have to learn how to do it. I I, I feel like I should probably put together you know, I just wanted to speak on this issue and, and bring a call to action for it. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through a whole podcast on how to make yourself a bit more sociable. I'm going to try. I, I don't want to. I feel like that's a bit of a of a of a of a iffy topic to talk about. You know, but I'm definitely going to give it a shot because I think it would be useful. But. This is Devon Sage Reaper Training, man. I appreciate y'all for joining me. I'll get up with y'all very soon. We don't chase dreams. We hunt goals. Please subscribe if you have not. And I'll get up with y'all later. Be easy.